Hello. Hello, hello. We're back. Back again. Week three. Week three. Well, not week three of the NBA, but week three of this podcast. Week three of this podcast. Who thought we'd make it this far? All right. We're coming off week one of action. The best week of the year. You really think that's the best week of the year? No, Christmas week is the best week of the year. I I agree. <laughs> Christmas week is always fun. But uh, we had a lot that went on these past couple of days. Yeah, a lot of big games, a lot of big matchups. Um, any anything new that faces? was crazy, un unexpected from you? Anything crazy unexpected for me? Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Like in terms of games or stat yeah. lines or? Yeah, games, um, stat lines. You know, like your biggest surprise of the week. I think you know, just being able to watch the Mavericks play their opening night game um, and episode and over. <laughs> um, I, okay, but hear me out here. Trevor Ariza had like thirty-one points. It was a good game. It was fun. When now? Catch me up to speed. When did they get Trevor? Trevor Ariza uh, over the offseason. Uh, signed a one year, sign? like fifteen million. Yeah. Damn, I remember he was when he was balling it up with the Lakers. That was prime Trevor. Two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Prime Trevor Ariza era. Yeah, no, I I don't think Trevor Ariza really ever hit a prime. I think he just kind of was his, was but somewhere you don't think around. He's hit his prime with the Mavs. Well, one, he's with the Suns, and he's like two. He's like thirty four. <laughs> it was Mavs versus Suns. All right. Yeah, All right, <laughs> the Suns won start. by twenty one points. But no, there was a good part of that game. Devin Booker led it up for somewhere in the high teens. Um, in just the fourth quarter, he scored like like eighteen points in the fourth quarter. Um, to help them take their their opening night win against the Mavericks, which was. You know, uh, I don't remember. We hadn't last week. We hadn't. The season had not started. So let's talk yep. um, our favorite opening week games. Okay, is that opening week or like the first game for each team? Because like some teams let's talk played first like... game for each each team. Okay, do you want to like run through it or? Yeah. Um, well, let's see. Okay, let's, night, let's we had let's start Celtics with Philly. This, our Celtics Philly prediction. I think we got that one right. We both um, said the Celtics, but. Uh, we thought it'd we be closer. Score, right? yeah. yeah, we thought it'd be closer than it was. A little bit of a blowout. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll give it to you. Uh, Fultz did end up starting. That was a surprise to me. Yeah, it it was a surprise to me because he he doesn't well, they, look like he really knows what to do out there. Yeah, um, they did this interesting thing, which everybody's talking about, where they started JJ Redick in the second half. Yeah, which it's like. I don't know. Don't don't play with each other's like. Don't play with their hearts. Just start one of them. <laughs> the other well, one's all I mean, sad they, now. They're still trying to figure out what works for a lineup, but I don't know why they had Simmons at the point. I'm um, telling you, they did that all of last year. Right, but it just—he's like a point guard. He's listed as a point guard in 2K. He's listed as a point guard. Yes. That's he bizarre. Is, he me. is a because point guard. it's not like it's not gonna work in like a defensive matchup where they're gonna be like, oh, well, we guess we have to put a point guard on him. Except for the fact that he's like six eight and moves like he's six foot one. No, he moves like LeBron, which is way LeBron can guard. Point and LeBron guards. doesn't play the point, but he can guard the point. 
Yeah, he's but, 21 years old. He could definitely guard the point. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I love Ben Simmons, but I don't see him as as being a point guard. It just doesn't make sense for his skill set. Either way, we got to see Gordon Hayward back. Um, yes, in his we first, did. First game, technically, or real game with the Celtics. Uh, it's he had ten and not five. New look Celtics. Yep, ten and five with four steals on thirty-three percent shooting. How do you think he did? You know, I think <laughs> I said when I was going to watch the game, I was like, "Hey, if we get through this game with no injuries, I think that's a win, regardless." Um, it's going to take him a little while to get back into form. Um, I don't think you know. It's funny. The more Celtics have played three games now. Um, and I don't think that any of them are going to have crazy stat lines. Are you there? Oh, man. All right, yeah, we'll just keep going with it. Um, yeah, so... It's funny because like people are like, oh, ten and five is not you know, not a great stat line. But he's getting his footing. Um, if you look also, Kyrie had a terrible game. But the crazy part about yeah, that is seven your points two, on fourteen percent. Your two best players have you know not great games, and you still win by double digits. So what it's are you a scary talking about, thing. Aaron? Bean, Aaron Baines had eight points. Is that one of our... Dude, I am always going to be on the fucking Aaron Baines train. That guy is the most solid defender in the NBA. He Aaron Baines and Daniel Tice. He recently started knocking down threes. Gershon Yabaselli. Well, that's not really a recent thing, but... But he's getting yeah. buckets out there, man. The dude, he just plays hard. He comes out there and he just plays hard. He, he does. defends our, the opposing center. He is the epitome of the Celtics. Yeah. And that's what we need. And people are like, no, you're not going you. nowhere with Aaron Baines as your starting center. I'm like, Aaron Baines is a body, a big body, who defends well and plays hard. So you're telling me you want an Aaron Baines jersey for Christmas? Well, I'm not going to say it out loud, but you could probably infer that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's all that really had to go on in this game. The only other thing, we were talking about matchups, and uh, we, we we specifically touched on the Jalen Brown versus J.J. Redick um, idea. Jalen uh, Brown had 12-5-2, while uh, J.J. had 16-2-1. So we were kind of around the same, what we predicted for them. Yeah, um... It's funny. I know we're just talking about opening night games, but um, how do you feel about – because now we're at a point where the Celtics have played three games, um, and it's starting to look like of – you know, we were talking about how – well, I don't know if we touched on it, but a lot of people have talked about how they're going to have a problem of almost too much talent, um, and it's looking like Jalen Brown's going to be that guy who – who doesn't just kind of being pushed out. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Um, do you think it makes sense I mean, for him to be that guy? Well, I mean, I, 
Yeah, and I was hearing a couple other people talk about, you know, if I'm Jalen Brown coming up on an extension, am I really interested in re-signing here and just being, you know, a 3 and D guy when I know that I can be so much more? Um, but I feel like you have to in that situation. I don't, I don't see what else because you're not going to take it from Kyrie and you're not going to take it from Tatum. You don't want to take it from uh, Hayward either. So it, it's unfortunate, but yeah, I think it, it makes the most sense with what they have. Um, Tatum had a nice uh, nice couple late fourth quarter plays last night. Yeah, so we're talking, we skipped right past. Um, let, let's, let's. No, I know, I just wanted to mention Tatum. Yeah, I just wanted to mention he's, Tatum. He's balling out. I was about to tweet last night at Kobe, and I was about to say, how you liking your prote- protege so far? Because um, all these moves that he's <laughs> pulling off are Kobe moves, man. That little shimmy shake so into the fadeaway—that is his, a Kobe. Does it? Does it? Does it discount his skill at all to know that he's copying Kobe? Like if he's just openly copying him? No, because like. It, that has nothing to do with it. If they were like, oh, he's doing Kobe moves. I know exactly how to defend it. They would have defended it. <laughs> it's not That's like fair. he's copying Kobe. Kobe didn't invent the moves. He yeah, just, he looks like a young Kobe, which is, he looks like a young, long Kobe Bryant when he's pulling these <laughs> like under two minutes to go. Give me the ball and get out of the way moves. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we've talked a bunch about them, so, I mean, we can skip past that. Celtics are going to be good. No doubt about it. They're going to be fun to watch. Um, let's, let's move let's... on, though, to Golden State versus Oklahoma City. Um, Russ obviously did not play. Uh, but Dennis Schroeder filled in nicely with 21-8. Dennis six. Schroeder is a steal um, for that team. Do you remember a couple years ago when I was talking about how much I love that kid? Yeah, when he and first I didn't really got know drafted, why, I was right like, after the, this dude is like, he's Rondo. because you liked his hair. No, I did like his, his hair. You liked his hair. But he's like Rondo <laughs> that can score. I mean, yes, Um I guess not. I mean, you take away some of the other intangibles and you put it towards scoring, then yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know why they're still starting Patrick Patterson. That doesn't make much sense to me, but that dude's washed even though he's like 30. That's a weird move. Um, yeah, he's 29. What is their, what is their um, current But on the other end, lineup? Golden State, Durant had 27, 8, and 6. What? What? What is OKC's current starting lineup without Russ? Schroeder, Terrence Ferguson, Paul George, Patrick Adam, Patrick Patterson, and Steven Adams. That's a weak lineup. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Um, um, anytime you're really starting Terrence Ferguson, and he, I don't know what it is about Oklahoma City, but if you go there as a shooting guard, you're going there to die. Why do like, you say they that? Play guys twenty. Because I literally, every time I ever look at a, a, a Thunder stat line, it's always like, oh, so if it's not Terrence Ferguson, it's Andre Roberson. And everybody who plays a shooting guard for them scores zero points in 30 minutes. 
every time. They get like two shots. That's it. They're both threes. And that's like the stat line right now for Terrence Ferguson. Zero points, four rebounds, one assist in 26 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I kind of feel like and as like, a Tell me that's not Tom Cephalosha and not Andre Roberson. It was. Like, and I feel like as a shooting guard there, you're really you're supposed to be a 3 and D. They thrive with a... For some reason, they thrive with a that's, scoring point No, but that's not even a 3 and D. Forward. That's just a. It's just a. It's just the defense. It's but not you're even a you're three a three option. Like, hey, we're gonna put you in here, and you're legitimately gonna play one side of the court. No, you're a three we option. Even want you you to might not get a lot of looks, but you're playing with. You're not a three option when you're shooting zero and two every single night. Like they're not even giving you enough chances to even. Like Paul George shot twelve threes, and Terrence Ferguson only was able to shoot two. Yeah, I mean Paul George and Russell Westbrook are two guys that are not team first guys. They never have been. They're just looking to I mean, get guess. buckets, and they want to do it together. You know, when Russ gets back on the court. But I mean, that's why I don't see OKC going very far, is because they don't have a team. They don't have a team unit that's like you know working together a lot it's often just either give russ the ball or give paul george the ball and you can't win that yeah. way they got close they can get what was close. the final I mean, score of that game i don't know uh 108 to 100 wow that was actually closer than i thought it would be um <laughs> um yeah so let's we can move on from that one nothing really you didn't nobody really expected the thunder without russ to beat the Warriors on opening night wasn't that and the Warriors obviously got their rings too so oh that's no. that yeah they probably they probably get their rings for next year too <laughs> and the <laughs> they year just get that. a package of like five years in advance <laughs> they just they're like we're just we're you can give them back if you don't win yeah but we're pretty sure you're gonna we're win pretty sure um all right the next night we had we had Milwaukee and Charlotte um I, I, don't really care Very about that. Game. Um, Kemba, Kemba Walker put up 41 points. Can you tell me you're not interested in that? I love Kemba Walker. I don't see Charlotte really doing anything. Um, although I was watching but, I Charlotte. Mean, like, in terms of play someone else the other day. Um, and they had. They played Miami last night. No, that's not who I was watching. I think it was maybe the I don't know, um, but tell me their starting lineup. Oh, they had Tony Parker. Um, I didn't know that. When could, did Tony Parker join the fucking? Oh yeah, Charlotte Hornets. Dude, it was in the offseason. It was a big thing. How are you missing all of these? But first see, this Boban is where you're supposed to. You're supposed to let me know this information. Um, well, I didn't really think you'd be interested in Tony Parker going to the Hornets. Because that's just like a, you know, <laughs> that's an interesting move from a guy who I thought was just going to be a spur for life. Yeah, well, he said all about he didn't want to just be the, like, fourth string point guard on the Spurs. He wanted to at least play. He'll go back there. He'll pull a, a Paul Pierce and go back. But, like, he just wanted to play, and they weren't going to let him play. So you think he's Kemba's backup right now? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, what is their starting lineup? I mean, right now? unless Kemba, Jeremy Lamb, Nicholas Batum, Marvin Williams, and Cody Zeller. Yeah, that's not that's not great. Uh, Marvin well, Williams sure. just I'm, never I'm became anything. I always thought he Another was. Another gonna... thing, um, I just realized this. What up? 
Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, they have Jeremy Lamb and Kemba Walker in their backcourt, and they both went to UConn together. Together? I don't... I, th- I mean, Kemba was drafted time? in 2011, and Jeremy Lamb was drafted in 2012. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they played together. Wow. That... Wow, that's an interesting fact. I don't think you'd find a lot and of And now those. they're starting for the Hornets. I don't think you'd find a lot yeah. of those situations. And um, then they had Malik Monk, um, first year kind of disappointment, um, coming off the bench with 18 points. So that's a good, great sign. You predict a big year for him? I wouldn't say a big year. I'd I'd expect some type of jump, um, so he doesn't, you know, completely a bigger bust year out. from from last year for Malik Monk. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I sure hope so. Um, on a Hornets team that's not going to produce anything, I would hope that he would make some type of jump at least. Do you think the Hornets make the playoffs? No. Don't even try. No. Um. No, what is? There's no real. No, the Hornets are on the way out. They right. even lost Steve Clifford, and that's 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 the biggest loss. <laughs> that's the biggest loss of all. all right, so. You know, he went to he went to high school in Maine, just like Brett Brown. Did he really? I knew about Brett Brown. I did not know about Steve Clifford. Yeah. He coached. He coached in Maine, like in what Maine team? high school. I don't know which one. I don't remember. It was some team up north. Interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, I don't really care about that game. How did Giannis do? Twenty-five and eighteen oh, man. with eight assists. Which this is the MVP, gonna, baby. This is the MVP. That, I was gonna say that's gonna, that's gonna get your heart pumping. I knew that. This guy. Um. Also, shout out to yeah, just, uh, that that Victor Oladipo block. Did you watch that? No, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, he bl- he stuffed the shit out of Giannis at the rim. Um, really? He like literally just held the ball. It wasn't even like a block. He kind of just Damn. like held it and made Giannis like land with the ball. Um, but then of course Giannis <laughs> just went up and dunked it again. But like it was still really cool. Oh uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, there's only so much you can do with a guy like that. Yeah. But, um. Moving on, the Pistons beat the Nets one hundred three to one hundred. Um, I don't care I don't about know that. If you care at all about <laughs> Pistons versus Nets? Um, no, not really. <laughs> I don't know, man. Jared Allen. I don't know if you you didn't see Jared Allen's four blocks. Is he the guy with the really ugly mustache? Yeah, with the afro. Yeah, he looks like the most retro player in today's NBA. <laughs> no, he doesn't, dude. You know who fucking does? The bane of my existence. Who? Ron Baker. Oh, God. Stop with the Ron <laughs> Baker hate. Bro, Ron Baker. Why are you attacking? He's just the most rage. innocent. When He's the most dude, innocent white guy. Oh, man. I never He's thought one once of those we would dudes have a podcast that, like, gets where on we the just court. ripped Ron Baker. He he's one of those dudes who just gets on the court and like full court presses even though no one told him to. 
<laughs> he's he's like a coach's son who like somehow made it to the NBA. And that, he's the dude that like when he gets when he gets subbed out, he fucking like sprints to the bench. <laughs> he's like the first guy off the bench to clap every oh, time. Man, he's so bitch. He's always thirty minutes early to the bus always. ride. <laughs> he talks to like he's got like assistant, a, he's, assistant coach. He's like consistently dressed in like the nicest suits, and everyone else is just wearing like street clothes. Oh, this, uh, he's whack. <laughs> he's watching. He's watching his his like four minutes of game film every night. But that dude never left the eighties. I don't know if it was seventies <laughs> or eighties, but he never left. Again, I don't know why we're just ripping on Ron Baker because he's really not that bad of a guy. Oh, but <laughs> man, Ron Baker's whack. All right, moving on. Anyway, I really have no idea how we got to that because well, you were talking about on you were talking about um, Jared Allen, somebody on the Nets. Oh, Jared Allen looking like he never left. Uh, I don't know what era you said, but oh, the most retro looking player. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, 23 points, but D'Angelo Russell only had eight points on three of nine shooting. Don't really know why he's not shooting at least 20 times a a game, but... I don't know. I I see Spencer Dinwiddie kind of, um... Do you think Spencer Dinwiddie is a better player than D'Angelo Russell? Uh, I see him having a better year this year. I don't know that he's a better player. Would you would you draft Spencer Dinwiddie before you would draft D'Angelo Russell? It's the beginning of our hot takes. Oh man, that is a hot. <laughs> one. Um, if you like, if you had to redo the NBA right now and they're drafting all the players, and you let get me to, like, let me touch on this. Seven. Let me touch on this. Right. Um, I was watching. I was watching the Celtics game last night, and I was just thinking to myself about how important it is because I was thinking about that whole thing between, you know, one of the Celtics needing to be the guy who doesn't get as many touches and yada, yada, yada. Um, And I'm thinking how important it is to have a fucking ego (laughs) to have, to think that like every time you touch the ball, no, yeah. You can't be stopped. And I think you you <laughs> what? You know who has like one of the biggest egos of them all? Who? Mario Hazonia. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, there was this thing that was like um I don't remember what it was specifically, but when he got drafted, he was like there's not many players in the NBA I'd take over me right now. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking And then he ended up averaging like 4 points a game. Um, well, some people but, are just yeah. wrong, but when I'm looking and I was looking <laughs> between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and, you know, Jason Tatum is starting to develop that attitude where he's like, give me the fucking ball. I'm going to put points on the board. Um, I use the term yeah. walking bucket. Um, so if I'm looking at Spencer Dinwiddie to tie it back, um, he seems like he's a little more cocky. It seems like you give him the ball, he he thinks he's more of a walking bucket than D'Angelo Russell does. That's true. He did win the skills competition. And so in that case, that. I'm going to pick Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay, well, let me let me follow that up. Um, start one, bench one, cut one. <laughs> Karis Levert, Spencer Dinwiddie, and D'Angelo Russell. Well... I don't actually know who Terrence Levert is. Is it Terrence? Terrence Levert. Ter- well, there Terrence. you go. Terrence? <laughs> yeah, C-A-R-I-S. Um, 
So I'm going to cut him. <laughs> Even though he had, I think, the most points out of the three of them. It yeah, don't matter. It don't points. matter, dude. I'm all about star power. And do you know what star power <laughs> comes from? Marketability. Star power, Marketability. yeah. It's on and off the court. And if you're not a star, off the court as well. How can like, you not be a star with the name Karis Levert? Because he hasn't cool developed name. the stardom. I don't know. He scored 27 points against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, against the Detroit Pistons. And it's also... We've talked about this, but it's so much easier to drop big numbers on bad teams against bad teams. Then tell me why D'Angelo Russell scored eight points and he shot nine times. Because, okay, here's the thing. Sometimes, and I watched this last night as the Celtics barely beat out the Knicks, sometimes there is a certain level of playing down to your opponent. That's fair. Um, when you're playing you a bad opponent, as as- no, 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 no. It's just it. It's a weird thing where your opponent plays bad, and for some reason, it just makes you play bad. Um, yeah, I mean that makes sense. I don't know why exactly it happens, but I see it happen a lot. It's like you know, if one team is just running up the court and chucking up bricks. <laughs> It doesn't for some reason it doesn't incentivize the other team to run a play. They kind of just run up the court and chuck up bricks as well. Um, yeah, which is why when games get competitive, it's hardly the situation that one team just starts running away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, teams play as well as the other team. They play up to the level of their co- competition. Um, yeah, I mean I think there's other factors, but yeah, there's. I agree with you on that. So D'Angelo Russell could have been having one of those nights where he's, you know, and I don't know. It's hard. It's, you know, when you're, when you've got really like one to two bona fide stars for your team, and I'm not saying either of them are stars, um, you know, some guys have an off night when one guy is having a, a big night, like this Levert character. Um, My boy, Karis. Yeah. You can only get so many buckets, you know? Um, if everybody um, had 25, we'd be scoring in the 200 range. Yeah. Um, follow that up. I didn't um, even finish the question, dude. Oh. I didn't, I thought you I thought you said you would cut Karis and then... I would cut Terrace And who are the other two? Karis! <laughs> Jesus Christ. So we had some technical difficulties. I don't know if you're still recording. Yeah, sorry, that was that's majorly annoying. Um, yeah, I guess we'll go back. We'll go we were, back. Yeah, um, yeah. You just finished up talking about why D'Angelo Russell wasn't succeeding on the Nets. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's a case of a player kind of playing down to, well. In that specific game, it was a case of a player possibly playing down to the level of their opponent when one team is not, you know, playing very well. Yeah, I mean, Detroit's not necessarily a bad team, though. No, like, no, no, but... I mean, um, they've got my boy Luke Kennard. You like Lucas Kennard. Lucas Kennard, yes, he is everything I wished I could have been. As a basketball player. Is that just because he's white? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. He's got the long hair. He went to Duke. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, and I think um, you got two guys, Spencer Dinwiddie and D'Angelo Russell, who pretty much are looking for the same shots as they play the same position. Um, and I think, you know, in that case, one of them's going to have a good night and one of them's not most nights. That's fair. It's going to be hard um, for them to work together. Yeah. Um, on the other side, Blake Griffin had 26, 8, and 6. Andre Drummond had 24 and 20. Um, and then my boy Reggie Jackson, who just for some reason is never going to leave the NBA, uh, even though he's only 29, but I feel like he's been around a lot longer than that. Let's get let's get to those two points uh, we were talking uh, about before I realized the audio cutout, which was um, number one, is Blake Griffin a household name? Did we talk about that before the... No, no, was no. that... No, we didn't? Okay. Um, is, is he Blake a household Griffin, name? Is Blake Griffin still a star player? And I gotta go through is my anecdote again. If, okay. if uh, you know, a dad... Your, your abusive Brooklyn father. Sure, I don't know why he's from Brooklyn. If a dad, you know, walks his kid into <laughs> But you're okay home, with him being abusive. If a dad... <laughs> I didn't say he was abusive, man. I did, but you. I said abusive Brooklyn father, and you went, "Oh, he's not from Brooklyn." All right, whatever. But you, you were okay with the other part. If if this dad <laughs> takes his kid to the mall and they're walking by Dick's Sporting Goods or some shit, yes, we're on the East Coast, or at least I am. Is um, that even Universal? No. Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh no, it is. There's a, there's a Dick's Sporting Goods out here. Oh, okay. Well, then it <laughs> doesn't matter where we are. Um, and he's like, "Hey, son, you want one of those basketball jerseys?" You could get one of them stars like uh, like James Harden, Kevin Durant, LeBron James. The one. I'm never buying my kid a Kevin Durant. Curry. Curry. You know. No. Okay. The question is: Is Blake Griffin one of those names listed? He is not, and that's mostly due to the fact that he's not in LA anymore. Nobody wants a Detroit Pistons jersey. I'm sorry, anybody who's from Detroit, but nobody else wants to buy a Detroit Pistons jersey. So is it much harder to be like a star player on a team that's not, you know, in the yes. limelight? Yes. I definitely, um, definitely think so. I mean, I just look so at too. look at, look at Zaza Pachulia. He was a star in Golden State. Now he's <laughs> playing the... <laughs> <laughs> he's playing a bench role in Detroit. And I, I guarantee you it's 100% because of the city and not because of his talent level. That is 100% true. He was taking dudes out left and right. Just He was like a boxer in the NBA. He was, it was stepping on people's ankles. He's like back the in... perfect two-way player. Two, what do you mean? Two-way player? <laughs> two-way player as in like the one punch and then the second punch, you know? <laughs> oh, gotcha. Like first he'll step on your ankle. And first to step on like your ankle, second to like... Stomach. Exactly. She got the nice one-two. Um, and another topic on the um, topic of the Detroit Pistons <laughs> is um, Reggie Jackson. Why... Did Reggie Jackson never really become a star as well? Is that due to? Well, I don't think Reggie Jackson. Well, mm, yes. Um. When when (laughs) Reggie Jackson was bitching and moaning in um, OKC, being under Russell Westbrook, saying I can I can lead a team on my own, and he finally got the opportunity. um, 
why did he never really develop into a star? I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but I, I wouldn't don't... call I wouldn't call Reggie Jackson great player. All right, he's a good player. I don't put him in a category of star point guards. In the he's league. just kind of there. He's just kind of a guy. He just kind of does what he is supposed to do, and then he, um, he you're not going to ask. He's very low ceiling, high floor. He's not going to do you wrong, and he's not going to do you uh, anything that's going to make you go, wow, Reggie it's Jackson. Low ceiling, high floor. Think about it. If you have a low ceiling and you and you have a high floor, you're stuck right in the middle. All right, you're like you start out kind of above everybody else, but yeah. you're not really gonna climb like you're not anywhere. gonna fall. Like if you if I'm Miami and we trade for Reggie Jackson, like I'm not I'm not upset about it, but I'm also like, all right, well I guess we're just gonna be middle of the pack forever. He's I'm not. We're gonna win games, but we're not gonna win crucial games with Reggie Jackson. I do feel that. I would I not I would not consider saying. Reggie Jackson a dog. I would not have him in my fight. Like Yeah, he always kind of acted like he was a little bit harder than he was. Um another player on the Detroit Pistons which I wanted to actually ask you about. So, you you know Stanley Johnson, right? Yeah. Is Stanley Johnson a bust? No, man, he's just he never what was he picked in the draft and when? Fair eighth by Detroit in 2015. So he's been in the year NBA three years now. He's averaged seven points a game, three rebounds, and one assist in his third season. Yeah, he's a bust. Okay, well, I'm uh, glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> simply because it's not like there's – I mean, what does he play, the three? Yeah. Remember he his rookie year? I don't know if you remember well, who's, this. He's starting – no, he didn't even play in, in the game against the Brooklyn. Who who starts at the three? Luke Kennard, my boy. Yeah, see, everything that he wished he was. If you're Hot not take. even playing behind, it's not like you're not playing behind a fucking dude. Watch your words there carefully, uh, buddy. LeBron James, okay. Watch your you're words. You're not playing behind a carefully. Lucas Kennard. I swear, Lucas <laughs> Kennard will be an All Star within three years. Yeah, okay. Um, Go say that about fucking Ron he just he Baker. just he just has to get everybody else off the team. <laughs> yeah, if he got everybody else <laughs> off the All-Star team, we'll have this dude be an All-Star. No, I mean everybody off his team, so he's the only person he's oh, playing. Gotcha. It's just one on five. I don't actually I guess he'd have to get some points. I don't know that he would actually be an All-Star if that happened, but would stop no, would stop be, would, way worse Can off. we stop ripping random white guys? <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. Do you still want to go through the rest of the the games, or do you want to move on to a more important topic? I want to move on because we were touching on something, and I I hate to keep alluding to the fact that we had technical difficulties, but we were touching on something um, interesting, and I don't remember what it was. Well, we were talking about Kyrie Irving. I don't know if that was it. Um, no. Um. Damn, uh, throw me some hot takes. Okay, um, well, let me scroll through my list of games here. Um, Kevin Love will have a better statistical season than LeBron James. <laughs> That's a hot um, take. 
No. No, I, dude. Do you think I, Kevin Love will ever get back to being Kevin dude, Love? Dude, he had like and he had like he had like nineteen rebounds last night. How many points? Like twenty nine. Or I'm gonna actually look at that because I don't trust my Yeah. I don't know it was why something you led like with that. the rebounds if if he had a Because I saw something. it and I was like, that's that's vintage Kevin Love. I fucking love Kevin Love. Don't rip He's Kevin Love. He's also on a team that has no other options. Um do not disrespect Chetty. Do not disrespect Do not disrespect Chetty Osman like that. Oh my god. 22 points and 8 assists for Chetty Osman. I picked him up on my fantasy team. Do not disrespect him. Awesome. Kevin Love 25 19 and 7. He's the only option left. Kevin Love 25, 19, and 7. Tell me that that's not a better statistical output than LeBron did against it Houston. Is. It is. Do you think he will average that for the season? No, but I would not be surprised if he did. Maybe not 19 rebounds, but... No. Um, I can see I him being like 25, have... 12, and 5. I can see I that. I see it being 19, 7, and 3. You are way underestimating the skill of... Kevin Love. I don't even think he remembers what it's like to be the first option on a team. He literally scored 25 points and grabbed 19 Yeah, and he rebounds. was probably like, whoa, what the fuck? Well, if he can figure it out, then he'll have a very successful year. My hot take I'm is sure he will. better statistical season than LeBron. Alright, um, here's a hot take for you. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, cool or not, NBA players wearing blazers with no shirt under it. Cool. You mean like, wait, no, wait, with no shirt under it? Yeah, so a blazer and no shirt. Like no t-shirt, no nothing, just like an yeah, open... Yeah, just like a buttoned-up blazer with no No, I shirt. can't get behind that. I cannot get behind... I'm Who looking did at this? a picture of Russell Westbrook rocking Okay, that. well, Russell Westbrook can do anything. We, we've we determined that he has no faults in his style, so He I'll also trust looks him. like he's wearing ladies' sweatpants. He's done that day. a bunch of times. That's not too far off of uh, Russell Westbrook. When you're All making right. when you're making upwards of 150 million dollars, you can wear whatever the hell you want. Fair. I I th- still think you got to throw on a a nice Hanes t-shirt under that blazer though. I swear, if we ever see Russell Westbrook wearing a probably three thousand dollar jacket and a Hanes t-shirt, that's a move. That's a move. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I changed my opinion on it very last second. Yeah. Um, um, hey, did you uh, happen to see that your boy Kelly Olenek had a game winner for my Miami Heat the other day? Dude, Kelly Olenek. Is, is Kelly the... Olenek a bust? Kelly, No, Kelly Olenek has, I think, reached every ounce of what people expected from him and more. When he when so when he well, grew out, when he grew out his hair, he really reached the peak of what Kelly Olenek could be. Dude, I don't know, man. How tall is he? Seven foot? Yeah. Like the dude if was you're a gonna, seven if you're, foot if you're gonna athlete. Ri- if you're gonna rip seven foot footers who don't play or who don't do big men things, I will rip out. No, no, right no. The you. exact opposite. I'm saying he he was a seven footer who could play like a three to a four. I feel like that dude should have. No, he is. Did you see him get glowed up a little more? You're telling you know? me, okay? Do you not remember watching LeBron cook the Celtics literally every time Kelly Olynyk would get switched onto him? Do you not yeah, remember, I remember that? that? You're telling he me. Defend, you're telling me that that guy. Bye, centers. 
Well, then he's not. He's not a three-four. He just happens to be quicker than most average centers. He's not. I would not ever say that he should play anywhere besides the center position. All right, let's go back to our. Since we're touching on centers, um, there was a comment made by somebody the other day. Um, I believe it was. It was a center. Joel Embiid. Um, no, it was a law. It was on the topic. Oh. Joe Jonas, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, yes, saying that um, he doesn't think that the old, you know, back to the basket big man center should be should be forgotten about quite yet. What do you think about that? I think because he is an old back to the basket center. Uh, who does exactly what he is talking about? He's going to say that. But to, do you do you think that a team can still be like no. a big winning team um, with one of those demand the ball in the post? No. I, you know, take up the shot clock. No. With a couple post moves and a layup. No. I mean, if it's only a couple of possessions, yeah. But. Um, but if the if your dude is averaging twenty five points, like Demarcus Cousins. Uh, I'm not against having Demarcus Cousins on my team, but I'm not. I, I'm. A, but if you're, I'm against having Jonas Valanciunas though. If your offense is running through a big man like that, um, I'm not happy about it because I'd want to have a different. I don't think I don't agree with his point. I don't agree with his point that it's not gone. I think it's gone, and he's trying to save some of his value. Um. I mean, Jonas Valanciunas is just a better version of Alex Len, and they're basically the same player, um, who, who's a worse version of Robin Lopez, who's a worse, <laughs> who's a worse, what? who's a worse version of Brooke Lopez. Uh, Robin Lopez should never be in the conversation of good centers. Well, neither should. I mean. I don't mean to hate on Jonas Valanciunas, but Jonas Valanciunas shouldn't really be either. I don't know, man. I think there was a point when he was he was going to be. I don't know if he is now. I'll take but... Steven Adams. I mean, I think that's a good style of player. I like Steven Adams. We all like there's not a there's not a way you cannot like Steven Adams. Just... He is a likable guy. I'll give him that. Um, <clears throat> to answer your point, though, I don't think. Jonas Valanciunas does not have a spot in the NBA very, like, really. But, right. but Steven Adams does, so that should answer so your question. Tell me what, so tell me what you um, recommend to dudes coming up um, you gotta shoot, who you gotta, would be looked at as a traditional center. You got to... You gotta evolve into the Carl Anthony Towns, or you have to either. What is you, what is the thing you tell them to develop? You either have to be Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert, and there is barely any in between. Um, you either have to be a stalwart on defense, who can run and be. You either have to be like what Nerlens Noel should have been, or you have to be what Carl Anthony Towns is. So, right, but you're just naming players. I'm saying, what do you recommend that they, instead of, you know, the post-up game, what do you recommend they switch out in their development? Well, I, if I'm a high school player, I'm still going to post up just because I know that nobody's going to be able to defend me. But um, Right, but I'm talking, you get, you're, you know, 
you're training for the NBA. You yeah. know you're going to the NBA. I'm just going to start shooting threes and having as much of a passing game as I can early on. I think the passing thing is the, one of the more important things. Because when you can run your offense through a center, it makes everything a lot easier, like Nikola Jokic. Or what the Pistons are trying to do with Andre Drummond. Interesting. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to touch on any of these other games? you want to skip right to the Lakers? Let's talk Lakers. Okay, you don't want to talk about the Raptors and Kawhi and his comeback? Let's talk Kawhi's first game. Okay. So Kawhi's first game was... On, I believe this Celtics? is... Celtics? No, it was the Wednesday against the Cavs. Um, and what were, what was the stat line for that? Um, 24 and 12. And then against the Celtics, he had 31 and 10, I think. So I guess this begs the question, is Kawhi back? Kawhi, I think Kawhi's back. I Kawhi think, is back. Um, Kawhi is back first. and better than he was. Okay, that's a hot take. I don't agree with you there. Um... I don't know, man. I think he moved to the East, where it's a lot easier to be a star player. I mean, yes, um, but that doesn't make him a better player. I I think he also doesn't... When Kawhi was coming up with the Spurs, like, it was hardly... It wasn't until, like, the last year that he became known as the guy no, for he the was, Spurs. No, he was known as the guy... I mean, yes, but... When he won the finals MVP, that's when people started taking notice. Right, but it was like there was still Tony Parker, Mono Ginobili, Tim yeah. Duncan. Yeah. That core was still there. Um, so now that he's on a Raptors team that doesn't have DeMar DeRozan, speaking of which, DeMar DeRozan in his first game as a spur balled out. All right, I um, saw this thing that said that DeMar DeRozan tried to buy a DeMar DeRozan jersey for his mom. And they were all sold out because Spurs uh, fans like bought all the jerseys. Hell yeah. I hope he finds a good home there. <laughs> this poor homeless DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> well, I, it was sad, dude. It was like he yeah. didn't want to leave. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think Kawhi Leonard is going to be something else um, for this Raptors team. I don't know that the Raptors will do anything crazy, um, but I I do think Kawhi Leonard is going to have a really, really big year. Um, follow-up question. Is Serge Ibaka washed? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I don't know when it happened, but um, he, just, he doesn't. He's just gone. It's weird. It, it's something um, that, like, my NBA 2K commentary has been talking a lot they about. They talk a lot about Sergi Baca. Yeah, and it's they talked about um, when he was kind of becoming known as, like, a a name, it was Sergi Baca. Yeah. You remember that? Of course. Um, because he would put anybody shot in the fucking stands. And then when he kind of tried to develop into a star, he, you know, focused more on offense, which kind of took away from that kind of thing that made him a star, which was his defense. Yeah. Um, 
so instead of averaging that like 14 and 7 and 5 blocks or some shit, he tried to average 18 and 9 and the blocks went down and then he kind of just became like a middle of the road power forward. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't really call him middle of the road. He's still a unique player, but um Yeah, but I just don't think he he makes a he doesn't make a like game-changing difference on any team. I agree. I agree. Um Dude, this this Raptors team has a lot of like really interesting players with a lot of. Um, I mean, they have Greg Monroe. Did you know that Craig Monroe plays for the Raptors? Damn! Why didn't he come back to the Celtics? Because he's washed. He Greg he Monroe. Washed, he will be out of the fun. NBA by next he, year. Well, yeah, because he is the definition of a back to the basket. He is. Center. He is what Jaleel Okafor should have been. I still don't know why Jaleel Okafor can't find minutes on any team because he's like. Fat and slow. I really hope one day Jaleel Okafor listens to our podcast so that he can know how I truly feel about him. And then right after that, he hits the gym. And then he hits the gym and he just becomes an all-star. Yeah. uh, For the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, Greg Monroe. You remember when he signed with Milwaukee and everyone was like, whoa, Milwaukee's going to be so good. And then he was just like never played. Well, yeah, because for a long time it was... The 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 Pistons had these fucking big men. Oh, that like, was such a weird time. Um, the Pistons were Drummond, the, the Pistons. Monroe. They had somebody else too. The Pistons were the anti um, Phoenix Suns. This is my take. Yeah, remember I mean, when they, they had, had Phoenix they had, had that three three guard, three guard lineup. lineup. The, the the Pistons had the three center lineup. Three. Um, who was the third I center? Was, Why am I missing? Was it Jason Maxiel? No, someone better than that. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it was Jason Maxiel. No, it was someone. Andre Drummond, um, Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe. I think it was Jason Maxiel. There was a power forward there too. Whatever. Yeah, this is very irrelevant. We haven't even touched on the Lakers yet, and we're we're right. talking about um, Greg Monroe. <laughs> so LeBron looks like LeBron in his first game hasn't slowed down a bit. Yeah, for those of you... Uh, Rondo looks really good. Those, Rondo looks good when he's playing with a, a team that can score. Um, for those of you who did not watch the game, the Trailblazers won on opening night, uh, 128 to 119. LeBron had 26 I guess 12. I did make it seem like uh, they had won, but no yeah. effect. They are 0-2 on the season. Not looking um, good too f- so far. Um I don't think they're going to win a lot of games. I think LeBron's going to have fun. He's going to get frustrated, I, though. Yeah, I definitely... Um, he gets frustrated really quick. I feel like there's going to reach a point where all the media is going to be like, did LeBron make the wrong decision? Um, I think LeBron yeah. might even hit that point. At, you know, he might start questioning it, but... But it's not... They weren't planning on winning this year anyway. That's why I go back to that question, and I don't know if this got cut off in the time that we were off the air, but... Um, did does the Lakers look like they're putting out a lineup trying to win games when I think you should be putting Lonzo Ball? I guess my thing is you should be putting Lonzo Ball out there over Rajon Rondo if you want to develop this guy into. Do you really, if you're LeBron James, though, do you really want to be on the court with a guy who airballs two threes in his first two games? I mean, who is that? Lonzo Ball. How do you airball three pointers when you're a professional basketball player on a regular basis? I have no idea, but do okay. Do the Lakers see Lonzo Ball as their franchise, their future? 
Um, not necessarily. Um, I don't think you can really look at him as a future when you have such a prominent right now. Um, but they don't. Um, but they have LeBron. So I mean, I, I guess like it's going to take a little time for the Lakers to gel, obviously, but I just don't see them being any threat to anybody, especially in the Western Conference. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're just they're not looking good overall. Kuzma at the fives not really helping. Um, Lance Stevenson is still Lance Stevenson. Josh Hart put up twenty points though, second leading scorer in their first game. I like Josh Hart. Um, um, but when like like, you think about this. So you have Caldwell Pope shoots thirty three percent from the field. Rondo actually shot forty six percent, which is surprising. Lonzo Ball twenty eight percent. Lance Stevenson, 33%. Michael Beasley didn't even take a <laughs> shot, but um, he somehow, Michael Beasley didn't even, he was in there for two minutes and somehow I don't understand, man. plus minus was I see Michael four. Beasley being a Marcus Morris for any team. You know how Marcus Morris no, comes off the bench and just puts up uh, buckets? I love Marcus Morris. Trust me, I'm the biggest Michael Beasley fan out of anybody, but I but just why, don't, I think Michael Beasley why is Why can't he just go well. in there and just like take a couple dudes one-on-one and get some buckets? I don't know. If I'm going to an NBA game and I'm just watching Michael Beasley isolate on the high post, I'm not I'm not too excited about it. That's true. I don't think if if I'm if I'm LeBron and I'm sitting on the bench and I'm like why or if, even if I'm on the court and I'm like why the hell am I deferring to Michael Beasley to pump fake and it's take not a, a that you're deferring it's just like those end of the shot clock we need a bucket. I do. I wouldn't trust Michael Beasley at this point in his career to be that guy. I don't know, man. I think he can still. I think that's why for, he's only getting two minutes a game. For somebody. Um. Brandon Ingram, 16 points. Um, it's all right. I mean, it's not great, but on the other end, Lillard had 28 and McCollum had 21. Um, also, just want to acknowledge this might have gotten caught out, cut out when you stopped recording. Um, but we we propped the idea of Damian Lillard coming to right, LA okay, to that's, make a rap uh, album. Yes. With uh, with with Lonzo, Lance, and Michael but that's, Beasley. But that's that's another Vail, quick so thing, which idea. was um, is say the Lakers next year because they're obviously playing for next year this year. Um, say they want to bring in they bring in that free agent, and it's a guy like Damian Lillard or you know a star point guard. Is Lonzo no longer the future? Oh yeah, if you bring in somebody over him, then yeah, he's no longer the future. I just ship him out right then there. Damn. If you're going to do that. Hey, here's another random white guy we can rip on. Jake Lehman. Starts is for that? the Portland Trailblazer. He starts for the Portland Trailblazer. Oh, if your name is Jake, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was Jacob? No. Does that make him a no. better player? Um, Evan Turner, your good old friend Evan Turner, 13 points. I think points. since we're talking the first week, we got to talk about this... Um, this Houston Lakers fight. Are we moving on to literally yesterday? Can I just to- toss in the fact that Nick Stauskas had 24 points? Go ahead, points dude. Nick Stauskas can fuck off. I don't I don't give a shit about Nick Stauskas. No, no. You, we can rip on as many random white guys as we want, but you cannot rip on Nick, Nick Stauskas. Why can't I? He's essentially favorite. Jimmer Fredette. He, 
he is a better Jimmer Fredette. He is. He is everything Jimmer Fredette should have been, but better, but worse at the same time. (laughs) I don't give a shit about Nick Stauskas. Let's talk about this fight, man. Nick Stauskas literally just looks like your typical high school kid from Maine who, like, just like, oh, somehow I made it to the NBA. Let's talk about this fight. he just gives me hope, man. I'm just um, I'm looking at these videos. What do you think? Hot take. Did Rondo spit in Chris Paul's face? No. I don't think he spit in his face. I that think is he so just said something some Rondo and... would do, though. He is such a dick. But he. But there is a ref standing right there. How do you... That's something you do when nobody's looking and you spit at a player. You don't do that right when everyone is standing around you. He's not that dumb. I don't dumb. know, man. But he's I, I, the thing, I don't. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's kind of stupid. Um, but the thing I don't understand is why Brandon Ingram just decided to run in and just start punching people. Brandon no Ingram reason. seems like one of those fake tough guys that who just like throws a punch and, then, and then yeah, will like run away. to the bench and hide behind the coach. He this dude weighs like eighty two pounds. I don't know. Why I don't he's know. Yeah. He. Punches. Why would you push James Harden? James Harden would kick your fucking ass. Um. Yeah, they're all gonna get suspensions. I think something. Okay, you tell me if you think this is interesting or not. So if you look at the f- the footage of the fight, yeah. right? You know who drags Chris Paul who? away, like pulls him out of the fight. Who? It's LeBron. Oh yeah, he. They were talking about he. He was pretty much the peacemaker of this whole thing. But, like, is it weird for LeBron to pull away and to not player? try to, you know... Yeah. Is it weird for him to not try to go get Rondo or go get Brandon Ingram, but to go try to protect Chris I don't think Paul? he's trying to protect him. He's just being like, hey, man, use your head. This is dumb. I mean, I guess. I just feel like if... Because there was another point in that game where there was, like, a little... Uh, I think it was a mic'd up clip, and it was, like, LeBron, and he was telling all of his teammates, like, if... Um, if you fall, your brothers will come pick you up. And then, like, not long after that, they have a fight, and he's picking up the other team. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you it. That's weird. I think, in the grand scheme of things, he was just trying to end it. Um, That's fair. Altogether. I do want to... Un- I don't understand why, you know, first we had the whole Marcus Smart, J.R. Smith, like, why is everybody fighting? Alley. Why is everybody like really chippy? Like really uptight and pissed off um, right now. Yeah, it's not like I don't know, man. It's weird. It's not like any of these dude like yeah, the Rockets are in contention, but it's not like you're in the playoff games. Like these are the first few games of the season. Yeah, I think they're all just pissed off because they know that Chetty Osmond's gonna take the end. Uh, that's the end of our episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, no, but actually, um, we've, we've reached about an hour right now. Um, well, let's just, let's, I'm gonna, um... Give me, give me five hot takes first. Oh, God, that's so quick. Um, well, first off, I want to acknowledge this. I was thinking about this the other night, um, that this might be just because I'm a Miami Heat fan, but the Miami Heat are the scariest, most intimidating group of individuals in the NBA. What? I'm sorry, I fell asleep that as soon as you started talking about the Miami Heat. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking okay, about? Okay, so think, think about this. I think about it this way, right? You think so Goran like, Tragic is, is yes, intimidating? Shut up, shut up. Yes, but shut up. Um, <laughs> so, when they had the fight with the Houston and the LA, um, 
I was thinking, I was like, if that was Miami and you have Udonis Haslam, James Johnson, and, I mean, give me Dion Waiters just because he came from Philly, but yeah, you can even take Hassan Whiteside. Find me three players on any team that are more intimidating than those three dudes. Marcus Smart, will not, Tara Rozier. No. Um, give me another dude from that team. Aaron Baines. No, bro. Yes. No. Aaron Baines Daniel Tice is German, dude. That dude. That's not a. That is not. No, that's not a valid argument at all. Dude, he knows some fighting shit. So does Udonis Haslam, and James Johnson is a fucking black belt. So don't. That's my hot take. They are the most. He's a fucking black belt. Yes. That's a weirdly unnecessary skill for the NBA. But still, tell me, there's no other three guys that can. So that's your hot take that the punches. Miami Heat are the scariest. Are the most in their most intimidating team in the NBA. Um, that's my hot take, dude. If I went through like all thirty teams, I'm sure I could find a more intimidating group of guys. But I'm not going to do. No, it, it has to be on one team. But I disagree. Right. Um, I'm just not going to do. You want, next hot take. Yeah. Uh. Kyle Lowry is better than John Wall. Um, that's so false. I see. I disagree. Um, I don't know, man. John Wall is like lately just not really impressing me like he should. Exactly. John Wall Here, seems like he also of- lost that kind of household name status. Yeah. Exactly. When he left Kentucky, he was <laughs> yeah. He went to Washington. He Washington is the Detroit. Of the East Coast. I kind of want to see what... Um, yeah, I don't know. John Wall... But I don't think Kyle Lowry is as much of a threat without... I don't know. He had something really special with DeMar DeRozan. I'll, we'll see if he has that chemistry with Kawhi Leonard, but... Um, That's fair. Yeah, I don't know if he's as much of a threat without DeMar DeRozan. They played off each other so well. Um... Anthony Davis, better overall player than James Harden. Mm, that dude, that's like better overall player. You know what's weird? What I just realized? No, he's not a better overall player. What I just realized? What? So how we were just talking about how the Pistons had three centers and then the Suns had three point guards, right? Yeah. The New Orleans Pelicans right now have three power forwards. In... Their team. No, in like who? Anthony Davis. Oh, Davis, Miritich, and Julius Randle. Oh, right. They have Julius Randle. That's a steal, dude. Julius Randle just needs the right situation. He's he's going to be a good player. Um, Alfred Payton is Rondo 2.0. Um, no, uh, better. I think he'll be better. Um... I I think he's going to have a really good year. Okay. Um, um especially we'll keep being going. able to throw lobs to fucking Anthony Davis. Yeah, he's going to have a really good year. Okay, we'll keep these takes short. So just give me one one bullet point answer. Okay. Um Jimmy Butler is going to be better off staying as opposed to leaving the Timberwolves. Um Yes, but he won't realize it. Okay. And he'll leave. 
Um, the Utah Jazz are going to be a top three seed in the entire NBA. Uh, no, that's mm. just fucking crazy. Are you kidding me? In the okay, in the West. No, come on, dude. Okay, the well. top two are the Warriors and the Houston Rockets. You think number three is dude, the I Utah can, Jazz? I, yes, I do believe that. And when I'm right, we're, you heard it here first on this podcast. You owe me twenty dollars. All right, done deal. Um, Devin Booker is an All Star this year. Yes. Okay. For sure, dude. Good. We glad we kept that one simple. Um, Kemba Walker will get traded before the All Star break. Um. No, I think he is going to end his career as a Charlotte Hornet. Okay. Kevin Knox chances at Rookie of the Year. Um, watching him last night, and I really didn't know very much about him. I would not say that. Okay. Um, I think it's Luka Doncic for you what it's st- worth. You still a Luka Doncic fan? I don't know, man. Watching these highlights, I'm telling that you, dude, it's the Mavericks. It's he the shouldn't Mavericks be able hype. to move like he can move. It's straight the Mavericks hype. He moves like a fucking. I don't know. He's a good player. Um. Jonas Jerebko, the uh, the glue that holds the Warriors together. No, but uh, a shout-out to old Celtic Jonas Jerebko. One of the, one of the best, um, one of the all-time. Hitting a game winner and then almost getting in a fight with... Um, they were playing the Jazz, right? Yeah. And uh, almost getting in a fight with, I don't know, somebody, and then like realizing they were old teammates and just high five. Um, he's a good dude. Um, another, one of my favorite players, Joe Ingles. Um, I just, I just, I want to touch on him cause I love that dude just for no reason. I just wanted to tell you that. Um, all right. I have nothing to say about Joe. The Ingles, LA Clippers uh, will be better than the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, no, I think the Lakers will figure it out after midseason. Um, I don't think the Clippers are really going to do anything. Okay. Um, I'm coming up on this last set of games. Um, just give me two more. Okay. Well, I got to scroll through here. Jason Tatum, all-star. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Um, come on. Last one, dude. I'm trying to find a good one. The San Antonio Spurs will not make the playoffs for the first time in somewhere near 20 years. Yeah, not true. Not true. They're going to make the playoffs. Interesting. Um, DeMar DeRozan is going to ball out. Pau Gasol is going to ball out. Do not ever say that Pau Gasol um, will ball out at this point in his career. No, he won't ball out, but he'll f***ing add something. LaMarcus Aldridge is going to play well, dude. They'll be fine. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough good players. Um, last um, one, Greg Popovich. No, last one. Last one. Okay. And it's mine. Jalen Brown rocking two different colored shoes. Baller or not? Baller. I think that's very it's, – it's a style. It's a look. I think it's, it's going to be popular this year. You oh, think it's going to be a trend? It's going to be a trend. Here's one, though. One last one. Yeah. Is it wrong for the NBA to be able to tell players to cover up their tattoos? Yes. Um, that's – really bizarre and they shouldn't do that but what, um, oh even are you if, talking about the J.R. Smith thing J.R. Smith and Lonzo Ball had the same thing happen to him they, he, they made what, him, what was his tattoo they made him co- cover up his triple B tattoo yeah um no that's not weird um if you're getting tattoos of brands 
that's you can't be doing that shit. But it's not like right because there's that's advertising. No, but it's like it's not a competitive league though. It's like if they were had tattoos of the JBA or like the NCAA, like no, no, no. It's just about you know how like how crazy it was that they put they started putting brands on um, or companies logos on the NBA jerseys. Yeah. Like you can't be doing free advertising. It's like if Rondo were to wear like a. I don't know, like an Adidas headband. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Um, it's like you're advertising when they, when other people it should it, okay, here's the thing. These these companies are paying a lot of money to have their shit advertised on NBA jerseys and then like Supreme gets advertised by J.R. Smith for free. You know what do I mean? Do you think do you think that Supreme paid J.R. Smith to get a tattoo? No, dude, he's just dumb. <laughs> he's just fucking dumb. <laughs> All right, that's our that's that. our last take. Uh, J.R. Smith is just show. stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a real dumb dumb. We will see you next week uh, um, for our next week of games. See you next week when the Dallas Mavericks are the top of the Western Conference. <laughs> On their way to the top of the Western Conference. Chetty Osman is first in MVP rankings, and Ron Baker is apparently going to get Murdered? Ron Baker is going to get his ass beat by ass me. whooped just like in the middle of a game. You'll see Ben Thompson run out in the court and just whoop his ass. So Ron Baker, get ready for that. <laughs> All right, this is fun again. It's always a pleasure. All right. Um, um, yes, I'll make sure to work on those sound effects for the next time. Yeah, next time I need a soundboard. Okay. Um, and walking bucket needs to be one of my sound effects. All right, I'll try to find somebody to record the word walking bucket. <laughs> I'll go around campus. Right, I'm sure. I'm sure if you chopped up like a, um, if you looked for yeah, I can a, find a YouTube clip. I can do it. I got you. All right. All right. All right. We will see you next week. Yep. On the Bickering Basketball Brothers podcast. Bye bye. Bye bye. Here we go.